0: Alright, welcome back to another episode of the Podium Pusher podcast. As always, my name is Justin once again by myself today for another audio-only podcast. Today we are reacting to the very first day of Bahrain Grand Prix practices, FP1 and FP2. We're going to talk about everything that happened because from the very first session of the day, it was a crazy day, some stuff happened, let's talk about it. Starting with free practice one, you guys know what I had to talk about first. Clearly, Daniel Ricciardo going fastest P1 in the Visa Cash App RB. Having to remind myself that it is just free practice one, the pace of that car is clearly not going to be P1 come qualifying time tomorrow. But I'm going to bask in the glory knowing that the very first session of 2024, Daniel Ricciardo did go P1 Two quick things to note about that he was ahead of yuki by a good chunk i believe it was three or four tenths by the end of the day and he was ahead of yuki again in fp2 so it looks like right out of the gate obviously there hasn't been any competitive sessions yet but it does look like daniel ricardo does have a step on yuki Sonoda, which is what you would expect if daniel was comfortable in the car driving like a red bull you would expect him to be ahead of yuki and all signs are pointing to that happening He was also ahead of both McLarens. Clearly, we don't know what the McLarens' run plan was, what they had the engine settings on, how much fuel they had. But you know deep down that he enjoyed being ahead of both McLarens at the end of FP1. There were also some difficulties for Red Bull in FP1 today. Really all day long, but FP1, you could definitely see them. Max complaining of just not being comfortable in the car. Uh, really complaining about shifting issues, just not being comfortable downshifting and upshifting. But we're used to this. I mean, I felt like every single race weekend last year, Max was like, oh, the shifts don't feel good. The car feels terrible. And we're like, maybe this is the weekend. He doesn't win. And then he would come out and get pole and lead lights to flag. So yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he still got pole position tomorrow by two or three tenths. Um, but maybe there is more of a fight for pole than we thought we were going to be. Uh, Unfortunately, Sergio Perez doesn't look like he's going to be in that fight for pole. P12 from him in the opening practice session just doesn't look good. Clearly, like I said earlier, don't know the red plans, don't know what they were going for, what kind of data they were trying to collect, how they had the car set up, but finishing P12 in what is expected to be the fastest car of the season is not off to a great start. Still just not being impressed by Sergio Perez and what he's gotten off to this year. Nothing to suggest that he's going to have a competitive year in that Red Bull. And with the field looking potentially closer than we thought it could, uh, you know, maybe we'll see Sergio get swapped out at the summer break. That's a crazy prediction to make after the first practice session, so I'm not making that prediction right now. But just based on the things we have seen from Sergio Perez, the only reason that we have had to talk about him has been He's underperforming already, which isn't up to a great start for him. Another big thing from Free Practice 1 was that the Alpines look so slow. They had an okay test. There was nothing that was incredibly good, and there was nothing that was incredibly bad. They just went out, did some mileage. No one really talked about them. A lot of people just expected them to be in the same no-man's land that they've been. P5, P6, and the constructors too far away from the people in front, but too far ahead for the people behind them. And then some rumors started coming out that Alpine were going to be a a super slow team, be as slow as Haas, that their car is overweight, that they're slow in the straight lines, that they don't have any downforce for the corners, that their engine is terrible, and that they were going to be at the back of the grid, maybe worse than Haas. And uh, I thought there was maybe some prudence to the rumors that maybe the teams being kind of reserved in testing this year had maybe hidden that. After the first day of practice, it's looking like that may be the case. FP one was really bad for them. FP 2 was still just as bad, but at least Pierre got to P16 at FP 2 which is okay, I guess. Maybe gives them a chance to have one car get into Q2 tomorrow. But I didn't expect Alpine to have this kind of fall off. Um, but it's not super surprising with the amount of turnover that they've had in that team you know even just going from reno and the plan that they had when they joined the sport and seeing where they finished 2020 and then all of the changes that they had when they became alpine and just the continued leadership changes that they've had and the continued developmental changes that they've had and just it feels like they're standing in place and all of the teams are just passing them by Um, if there's one positive from this Maybe they'll paint the car because it doesn't matter that they're all carbon. The dang thing's still overweight. So maybe we'll see some more paint on the car because they figure if we're going to be slow, we might as well look good while we do it. And last but not least from Free Practice 1, Fernando Alonso in his Aston Martin was faster than Max Verstappen on the mediums. Very good day from Fernando Alonso today, finishing P5 and FP1 and P3 and FP2. Um, I don't want to read too much into these times, uh, but I think Aston Martin are better than what the test may be suggested. Obviously, Fernando Alonso is going to get the maximum out of that car. But the fact that he finished P5 and FP1, um, the highest position behind the people who were on the soft tires you know, maybe that means that he's feeling very comfortable in that car and is going to be able to get the absolute maximum out of that car. So I think Fernando Alonso could be someone to look out for, not only in qualifying tomorrow, but race pace on a Sunday. Think back to last year on Bahrain, qualified a little bit lower than they expected. I think he was P6 and ended up putting it on the podium, and so even if we see Fernando Alonso qualifying behind the Mercedes Ferraris and Red Bull, uh, we might get to see another patented Fernando Alonso lightning start and see him just race his way through the field, which is something exciting to look out for. Free practice to the glaring question from FP2, is our Mercedes back? Finishing one and two is obviously very impressive. Uh, still a ways off from the true qualifying pace that we will see from these teams and the time that they'll put out when it comes to uh, time for Q3 tomorrow night. But finishing first and second in the most representative session when it comes to time of day and track conditions is very impressive from them. Their pace looks a lot better than what it was from the end of testing. And so I don't know if they went back to the lab and found something or just have more a better understanding of uh, the setup that they need to be quick around Bahrain. Um, But a one two impressive, uh, a one two finish from Mercedes is very impressive and definitely not what I thought that I would be seeing from them. Uh, George was still a little bit off of Lewis's pace. Obviously, I predicted him to be my podium pusher of the weekend. So, George, if I jinxed you, I'm sorry, that's on me. Uh, I can apologize in person next time we see each other. Um, But he was still two tenths off Lewis's pace, which doesn't bode well for him in that teammate battle this year. If that becomes a recurring pattern, we will have to see um but still first and second for Mercedes definitely something I don't think any of us expected to see but you know it was something that happened a few times last year we would see Mercedes look good in practice and then fall off and qualifying in the races I hope that's not what happens here I hope that we get to have a competitive weekend all around from all these top teams um but first and second for Mercedes very impressive on the flip side of that Ferrari did not have as impressive of a day as I thought they would. They looked fine in first practice. And I mean, really, they looked fine in FP2 as well. No major problems from them. I mean, Charles complained about some run ins with a couple people. Uh, they had a couple lockups across the day, but really, not a bad day from Ferrari, but just potentially a little bit slower than we thought they would be. If you had asked me what team I thought would finish 1 2 at FP2, that wasn't Red Bull. I would have said Ferrari. And so to see them finish in P4 and P9 and FP2 is a little bit surprising, um, but definitely a way out from qualifying pace. And we'll get to see tomorrow night where they really stand in relation to the Red Bull, Mercedes and Aston Martin, which is super exciting. Um, But speaking of tomorrow night, the qualifying pegging order Still up in the air. I, I mean, there's a whole list of teams. Mercedes, Aston Martin, Ferrari, McLaren, and Red Bull could all be in contention for pole tomorrow. Spoke at length about Mercedes and Aston Martin. Uh, Ferrari, I don't think you've seen the, their true pace. Uh, obviously, was maybe the most impressive team from testing. And so we'll get to see where they end up tomorrow night. Charles Leclerc, uh, very good at qualifying. So would not be surprised to see him in the hunt for pole. But Carlos Sainz finishing higher at FP2. Maybe you'll... See him in the hunt for pole as well. McLaren, uh, Oscar Piastri finished P5 at FP2, which is very good. Lennon Norris down in P20, but just uh, couldn't get a good, clean push lap. So I don't think we've seen his true pace. Obviously, I would have expected to see him in that P3 to P5 range had he got a, a clean push lap out. So that's something to look out for tomorrow. And then Red Bull, I still don't think we've seen their true pace. I think it was very clear today that they were not on a run plan that was pushing for pace. But I don't know if being in contention for pole is their real desire. We've seen many times last year where the race pace was the Red Bull strength. And so they would set up their car to really lean into that strength. And if that meant them qualifying P2 or P3, they're okay with that because they knew that just the lack of tire wear on that car the gripper could provide during the race. They would set up that car to be as perfect as Max wanted it for the race, and he would just take over during the race. So truly wouldn't be surprised if we saw a bigger fight for pole than we were expecting. If that happens, I will be so happy I can't wait to watch it, but there will also be part of me that has reserved happiness because we might see Max Verstappen just drive away Saturday night if they don't get pulled because then we know that they've really set up the car for the race and Max is going to be a happy, happy man when the lights go out in Bahrain. Well, that's all we've got talking about the Thursday practice sessions at the Bahrain Grand Prix. FP1 and FP2 are in the books, tomorrow morning, we will have FP3 and qualifying, where we will be right back here to react about them again at the end of the day. Let us know your predictions for qualifying on our social medias. You can find us on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, YouTube, and wherever you listen to podcasts. We would love to hear from you guys and know what you think is going to happen at the and Grand Prix this weekend. We will see you tomorrow for more reactions. Can't wait to talk to you again. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you in the next one.